0: Well, if you uh, have a Bible with you, you want want to turn to Proverbs three, uh, or on your phone app. And if you didn't know, the uh, deacons and trustees have ordered in 200 Bibles that are going to be put out in the pews there, uh, so that we'll all. We seem we've lost the red ones somewhere along the way, and only have a few left here and there. But we've just ended a week of Vacation Bible School, and as you've seen from the performance of our children and youth, that we had over a hundred adult helpers during the week, and can't thank the people enough that taught, navigated, ran games, served meals, did crafts, uh, checked kids in, led music. So why does the church invest so much in youth and children? Well, it's because they're our future. And we believe it's the church's job to walk hand in hand with parents and grandparents and families, no matter what season they are in their children's life because we are people that need to understand that raising children requires a plan. Because success is not a goal, it is a byproduct of parenting. In other words, success isn't something we stumble into. It's a byproduct of what we do every day in life. It's just like in, in a marriage, or in finances, or in our career, or whatever it might be. Think about it. You just don't become wealthy. It takes years of discipline, and finance, and investment to be wealthy. You don't have a great marriage immediately. It takes years of investment, in putting your husband first, or your wife first, And if you don't just uh, turn into great parents either, it takes work, it takes training, because success, it isn't the goal, it's the byproduct. And in the book of Proverbs is a, a training manual on children that King Solomon wrote for his children, and it's much common sense parenting. He says, as we heard the scripture today from Proverbs 22, you know, train up a child in the way he shall go. And even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And King Solomon is pleading for us to begin that process with our kids. And if you look at this slide here, it's talking about parenting, the seasons of parenting. Okay, the first one is ages one through five, and that's the discipline years, where a parent finds themselves tired all the time when you're, when you're just helping your child discover their self-awareness. And then you have ages six through 11, the training years when parents are so busy driving their kids from activity to activity, and you find you're seldom home, but your goal is to produce self-direction in your child. Then you have ages 12 to 18, and that is the coaching years. And if you know anything about the coaching years, that's the teenage years. Do you remember Mark Twain had that great quote when your kids turn 13? You put them in a barrel and seal the barrel and feed them through the knot hole, but when they turn 16, you, you seal up the knot hole. <laughs> because it can be a difficult season of Parenting. Because the goal is self-control for your children. And then there's the final one, which is 19 and up, and it's the friendship years. It's where you are friends with your kids, and because you're more like equals, where you're an advisor and a counselor. And the goal is that there is a selflessness in your kids. So how do we build these attributes into our children? How do we... Build self-awareness in the discipline years and self-direction in the training years. And and you can't skip one. You can't parent an 11-year-old like they're 5-year-old. So we need to start our children off in the way they should go. And that's what Solomon is saying. He said the priority is to focus on the people they can be and not the places they will go. Solomon is saying it is it is human nature for parents to look at their children and to say, oh, the places I see them going in this world and the things they're doing where God is looking at your children and saying, oh, the people they could become. See, parents look for the spotlight for their kids while God is looking for the upright. Parents are looking for the next success for their child where God is looking for your child's next surrender. And parents look for that celebrated moment of fame for their child, where God looks for that lifetime of faithfulness. And Solomon is saying here, God cares more about who you are than where you're going. And that is why Solomon focuses on character. How do you do that? How do you focus on character? Well, first of all, I think you focus on time. He says in Proverbs 3, 1, he says, keep my commandments in your heart for they will prolong your life for many years. What Solomon is saying here is what we do with our kids is far more important than what we do for our kids. Did you hear me? What we do with our kids is far more important than what we do for our kids and taking time to be with our kids, we can pour so much into them. In fact, you may have to fight for time with your kids, and sometimes providing for our kids isn't as important as being with them. See, parents can be in danger of giving them, giving their kids the world, but losing their souls in the process. So how do you spend time with kids? You take times where you have a captive audience. Like where you're driving them to an event. Turn off the radio, talk to them, or it could be a meal time when you ask them about their day as you sit around the table. It may be bedtime when you read to them or pray to them. Kids know when they have your undivided attention, so fight for time with your kids. Also, Focused prayer. Proverbs 3 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And isn't that where we get in trouble as parents? Where we lean on our own understanding and quit trusting God? Verse 6 of uh, Proverbs 3 says, In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. How do you submit to God? Through prayer. Because there's going to be moments when you are not in control. And you need to understand. Yes, you're never going to be a perfect parent. But you can be a praying parent. And we all know we have made mistakes. And we're going to make more. And yes, we ought to learn from them. But you'll never be able to be that perfect parent. So how do you become a praying parent? How do you do that? If your life, it seems like so many things are out of control. Well, look at this little diagram I have up there on the screen. And and it's kind of a a, a pattern for prayer. Because there are things in your children's lives that you can control. And those are the things in the center black area. But there's also things that you can't control. And that's the red concerned area. See, I didn't have to pray that, uh, that my daughters wouldn't get married till they were 20. Because I could pretty much control that through the first 18 years of their life. But of course, many of us would like to have arranged marriages too. But I prayed that they would. What I couldn't control in the concern area was I prayed that they would marry a godly person. I didn't have to pray for my kids to have good grades because I could control that. But I did want to pray that my kids would grow up and honor God when no one was watching. And that would be in the concern prayer. And praying for your kids' safety is important. Yes, you do what you can to make your kids safe. And you try to control as much as you can. But... You pray that when they're outside of your control in that concern area that God would be with them. And now we know that we don't want to control our kids' lives so much that we make it easy. We do want them to be willing to take risks to be able to step outside the box of safety. Especially willing to take challenges and risks for Jesus Christ doing dangerous things for the kingdom of god so we pray for those things that we can't control that hits that red area of concern but when you control it as a parent you do what you can with your kids and it's amazing isn't it the things you watch your kid do as they grow up and seeing your prayers answered And like I said, most of us have done more wrong things in parenting our kids than right things. But as Christians, one thing we do know is that our Heavenly Father does love our children dearly. And He is there to help us through the process of parenting. Knowing that when we fail as earthly parents, God can succeed where we fail because of our prayers about those areas of concern. And even if we haven't done as good of a job as we should have, we have a Heavenly Father who will step in and make a difference and and bring those prodigals back to our life. You know, Solomon demonstrated his faith in his son by the way he lived. And that's important for us to understand. We need to understand that our kids' future is connected to our faith. Where Solomon demonstrated his faith to his son by his everyday life, by the way he lived. His son watching this play out in Solomon's life made a difference. And you need to understand that your children are watching you every single day live out your faith or the lack of faith and their future your children's future is connected connected to the faith you parents demonstrate so the challenge for you is to is to live and to love and to be able to understand that the name of God is in your house where your kids are watching you dive into the word they're watching you pray and struggle to make godly decisions And as they watch you work through these decisions of life, that they want that God to be a part of their life. So the most important thing you can do is demonstrate that faith in your life. See, Solomon wanted his sons to have a future that God wanted them to have. So what in your life do you fear or love more than God? If you love your career more than God, or if you even love your kids more than God, as parents, we need to love the Lord above all. And then focus on the people our children can be. So God can take them to all the places he wants them to go. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that we are having godly parents and grandparents and people in this church that are willing to involve in the lives of the kids. and We just pray that as they watch the adults around them and see their parents, that they'll see a faith that they want to be a part of their life. We pray that we focus on time and we focus on prayer and that our children's future is connected to the faith that we have. It's in your name we pray. Amen.